0: and hello out there
1: welcome back
0: to the future neighbor podcast this is daniel
1: this is katie oh i'm not listening myself
0: oh you gotta put it in your ears come on katie get it together
1: (laughs) well you know i'm not on my sane mind right now
0: yeah katie (laughs) as she puts her earbuds in (laughs) uh she had a little accident at the climbing today
1: yeah i had a minor injury
0: (laughs) can you hear yourself (laughs) yeah you're good okay Yeah, so please explain. But I'm so
1: embarrassed to say because it's like I can't I didn't even fall from like the top. I literally fell from the first hold you step on. <laughs> <laughs> but I fell in a wrong way so like my ankle I sprained my ankle, right ankle, and then I heard the um, the sound duduk as I was falling. I literally thought I broke my bone
0: so to set some context (laughs) right now um katie just comes up to me while i was working on a problem and um she goes (sighs) i'm stuck
1: i'm in a slump
0: i'm in a slump and so i was like all right come on let's let me help you out and so yeah,
1: i wasn't in a great mode to start with too because i was feeling really frustrated (laughs) i like i feel like i hit this moment where i'm not progressing and then i don't know kind of like you know that's really like Kind of doesn't help with their motivation.
0: Yeah, so we went to go look at her problem. Did I just kick your foot? I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have to move your foot to the right. You can't have it right in front of me. Oh my God. So that's how I know you really didn't <laughs> hurt it because I just whacked it and you didn't say anything.
1: It was my left foot.
0: Oh, okay. You better hide that other one. <laughs> I'm going to kick you real good later. <laughs> sorry, guys. Let me just readjust my seat while I'm looking at her feet. Okay post is clear yeah so long story short um she couldn't finish hers and there was a fun red problem like i think the difficulty is different by gym, but for us above red is what there is the like brown level, yeah and then there's black right so it's like the third most difficult are the reds right
1: mm. kind of in the middle i think
0: no so blue the ones i finished now and then the red i just moved on to red is now on the upper yeah, yeah, upper end, but still not near. Like, long story short, <laughs> Kitty's way over her head, but she thinks the f- like I'm trying to do this beginning hold where you have to throw a heel hook and grab. She just thought it was fun or something. I so did. She- <laughs> yeah, so she goes and she throws heel hooks and she just falls. She does it two or three times, <laughs> and then the last one, I just hear this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I fell to the floor, and but I couldn't stand up, cause like in my mind, literally, my my joint got disconnected.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think she thought her foot disconnected from her body, like, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I wait.
1: couldn't move
0: it. <laughs> well, because I've gone through a fair number of iner- uh, injuries in the past through tennis and stuff, so I was like, let me look at that ankle, and she's like, no, no, you can't. It hurts too much. I was like, just let me take a quick peek. <laughs> quick peek just to see where it's at because if you sprained it first of all there's gonna be like you'll see little dots of blood because like the blood vessels that popped on the inside yeah and they'll quickly start swelling up yeah And i just like okay do i see any specks or anything i look guys it's just just beautiful <laughs> nothing it's pristine nothing and i, and I that's why I, I tapped it like this right and you're like it's ticklish no <laughs> you're
1: making up
0: <laughs> okay i did that a little bit later right yeah in your life
1: but like the pain was there i couldn't like lift my leg i couldn't stand up
0: yeah so the staff is like what happened what <laughs> happened where did she fall from and i was like that first step right there <laughs> and she was like oh
1: <laughs> no but she was so nice she said like it doesn't matter how high you fall from <laughs> you can still like it like, lead to like severe injuries that's what we call so that it. made me feel better
0: that staff member has emotional <laughs> intelligence
1: yeah she has the emotional empathy
0: <laughs> empathy eq 100
1: yeah <laughs> so as soon as that happened like um yeah i moved to this like a seat
0: and the, the, the guys like cleared out like yeah yeah <laughs> when the shack was playing for lakers and then there's one like a uh, match where he's trying to grab a ball that's going out of bounds and then all the people on the bench clear out because shaq yeah. is diving for it yeah when you were coming all the guys moved yeah. out the way and i was <laughs> like that just remind me of it for a second anyway yeah. but they were so uh nice yeah courteous and um everyone's kind of like what's going on she looked at, at the legs but i looked and it's just <laughs> guys just nothing little bit of swelling so we got an ice pack on it
1: yeah it was it was quite swollen and
0: I then all of a sudden like katie's eyes were like,
1: oh my god <laughs> this has never happened to me
0: i was like katie calm down <laughs> you're gonna be all right i think your mental is making you this feel more painful than your actually body is perceiving
1: yeah because i literally thought i broke my bone <laughs> i did because of that cracking sound that happened yeah and then like my mind went blank for a second <laughs>
0: well it's good i'm happy nothing has happened
1: yeah and i i've been like letting it rest and a lot of like ice pack ice packets. so now it feels much better it's been around like three hours now
0: yeah you'll be all right kitty
1: yeah did you have like major injuries like uh, during high school or middle school or your adult life
0: i've never broken a bone Oh. But I've had, um, I've I've rolled my ankles quite a lot. Once you roll your ankle, it's a lot easier. That's why you to keep
1: roll. rolling your ankles all the time when <laughs> we're just like walking on the street, like we're just dating. He always like
0: <laughs> my ankles don't just <laughs> pop out and roll, Katie. It
1: does, it does. And then like like you know, cause we're holding hand, and then yeah. like he suddenly goes, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> it always <laughs> scares me
0: i don't know why that happens that is strange i think i don't know it's it, i'll be walking and then all of a sudden like my ankle will kind of pop out and then i'll lose my balance and the kid will be like what's going on and i'll be like and then i'll have to make some excuses i think the pavement is uneasy uneven it's like <laughs> oh, it's the same all
1: the excuses you are making yeah
0: no just seeing you uh, like getting iced it just reminded me of the days when i used to um, train for tennis like i was when i was in um, starting from junior high up to high school i used to play tennis very competitively like was lo- locally ranked in california um i wasn't never nationally ranked but but, yeah, it was tennis was a very big part of my life because because mm. remember in previous episodes, we talked about or I talked about being a latchkey kid, yeah, and part of like the program when I was young was my mom dropping me off at a place called uh, actually, it's gone, but there used to be a tennis, a private tennis club mm-hmm. called sunny hills Racquet club um. and for anyone who lives in fullerton back in the 90s you'll probably know it was next to the del taco um and there used to be a blockbuster there of course blockbuster went out of business um but uh yeah but then actually sorry the owner of that sunny hills Racquet club was a a chinese man Uh but then he sold it off and then they built uh, duplexes or apartments there so it's no longer there but that was like a big part of my my junior high to high school years because my mom would drop me off there and i basically would spend eight hours there
1: eight hours yeah a day
0: yeah and then in the summers i would just spend the whole day there oh yeah and so
1: so you were preparing to become an athlete
0: (laughs) yeah because like school would end like at i don't know three well okay sorry it's not it's not it's not eight hours i think it was more close to six hours from three to nine because i would do oh. like the afternoon sessions like training and then i'd have the night sessions as well so yeah you, and then you take a break so um yeah,
1: so pretty intensively you yeah were training.
0: yeah like tennis was a very big part of my identity And, like, I took pride in, like, in sports. And there was just this thing back in the 90s when when tennis was, um, it was kind of known as this, um, uh, you know, culture changes, by the way. Like, what's cool and what's, like, you know, right now it's, like, really, the young generation is, like, really woke. And, like, you have to be, like, so, like, politically correct on everything. That's kind of Uh, the sentiment.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, no, no, this is what I was going to say. Yeah, like, tennis was, like, known as very, like, a very sissy sport. (laughs) <laughs> like it's for sissies like <laughs> like real men play like basketball or oh. like they never got the attention from mainstream media
1: oh that's so funny because that's t- totally different sentiment like oh. in the uk tennis is such a mainstream sport sport oh because they have the wimbledon, wimbledon yeah it's such a cool thing if you can play tennis really well like everybody has like interest in it.
0: Yeah, but my dad liked tennis, so he used to train me when I was very young, mm. and so I,
1: see.
0: I would always get very happy when I saw like tennis getting like main not mainstream attention, but more attention from like ESPN and like when we would have like cool. Um, I think back then it was like the Andre Agassi and and Sampras times. Um, do you know any of these players, Katie?
1: Oh, I know Rafael.
0: Ah, uh, Nadal. Yeah. And nadal is way recent
1: um, and yeah. R- federer
0: yeah roger federer yeah back then he wasn't even oh, okay it used to be like agassi's backhand versus um oh, okay. sampras's uh, serve and volley and these epic games yeah,
1: i think that's before i was born
0: i was always rooting for the sport of tennis to get more acceptance from my peers as like a very cool sport yeah um but within that like training place it was f- ultra competitive Uh, with my like this was before i got into high school and so like my friends from junior high that were into tennis yeah we were so competitive with each other ultra competitive like we just spent eight (laughs) hours there and so like we memorized each other's like serving habits we knew who would you know like
1: so were you doing singles yeah it was all singles
0: but my my ego was tied to like who you know you can beat oh, and like okay. who's beaten you who's taking sets off of you who's like way yeah, above yeah. you and i knew myself on the pecking order <laughs> <laughs> and um i was telling you in the car that thinking back on this tennis i was thinking about just the strange coaches like remember i was telling you one that um actually i shouldn't sh- say their names but there's one um black coach and he was a little bit of a horn dog, <laughs> a little bit of a little pervert so like he would always is it
1: okay to say that
0: <laughs> yeah it's fine i'm sure yeah and then he he would just be hor- so horny all the time and anytime there would be like um young girls that would come to learn uh, like during his clinic sessions he would always go daniel serve the v- serve out wide do a kick serve out wide like so i could see their panties and, <laughs> and i'm like what but i was so young and he was so like scary so i'd be like okay he's, oh like, he's like that's a slice i said kick the serve out wide
1: what does that even mean so so what? is the coach behind the girl
0: we're playing doubles and then if i do a kick serve the ball kicks out wide so you have to really stretch to get the ball because it's going to spin with spin out
1: (gasps) that's so wrong it's
0: very perverted right so i don't know why i remember that because i remember (laughs) i was kind of traumatized by that statement but he was like yeah and that's
1: that's how i huh innocent daniel
0: yeah and i was kind of like oh my gosh these coaches are I was so young, right? I was, it's so weird, right? But every <laughs> time he late. would see me, he would always do kick serve out wide. And then he was goes, Because you know why, Danny boy. <laughs> or at that time, like the karate kid was quite popular. And so he was goes, Daniel san, kick out wide.
1: Oh yeah. my God. And then
0: we had, I'm just describing the personas, guys. And then we had one guy who was an ex bodybuilder
1: oh it's it's also another coach <laughs> another coach wow
0: there used to be like six coaches there that were running all their clinic sessions um and training the the people who wanted to go try to go into amateur and you know collegiate and so this guy was an ex um oh, man this is bringing me so much joy thinking about all these <sighs> coaches because now i i'm at their age right they're <sighs> like 30s well the other guy was like 40s but every time we i would go into the restroom he would be like pumping iron right i think he was on steroids for sure and then he goes like you know because they want to mess around with the kids you're like daniel come here can you do this with your boobs and then what he would do is i'll show to you to right now he'd grab his hands and then you know how i do this oh, sometimes the right the
1: one that i really don't like where
0: you shake your pecs because oh, you don't have
1: do that. It's so nasty i can
0: move my left <laughs> pec up my right pec up and down <laughs> but his he was a bodybuilder right
1: is this like a pride thing by guys
0: no 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 no. <laughs> but i learned that from him that's why i did that oh my
1: gosh you learned such bad things
0: and then he'd be like look at the control and it's like <laughs> left boob would go up but his right boob would go down and they would do it the other way oh, and wow, i was like is
1: that a skill
0: yeah because his his pecs were so divine <laughs> Di- or not divine <laughs> defined <laughs> um he's one of my other coaches um he's this jewish guy and he had a very beautiful wife but his wife he would always complain and he goes like dad i fought with my wife and i was like uh why
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe you you were actually having like a conversation on it like that it's funny
0: because like you know when you're hanging out with younger kids your maturity drops yeah right like he would never say that to his peers but like he's with young kids all the time so he just talks casually and lets his guard down i'd be like i'd be like why coach and he'd be like like, daniel my my thingy doesn't work and i'll be like what thing he's like you know my my boys the sperm it doesn't work i'm too old and i'd be like why he's like i can't have kids my wife is gonna leave me he's like i've been trying so much and then like he would always have this like pent-up anger oh my god yeah and then sometimes his wife would come and there would always be a clubhouse where you can order food and she would come down because this was a private club it's pretty expensive and so she would always order like a glass of wine and then just watch her husband teach the kids Mm -hmm. and then she would always have this very like maybe because i was young but she would always had a very sexy voice she'd be like ronnie are you down oh i just said his name but anyway (laughs) um are you, are you <laughs> stupid me he's like are you done yet come on honey let's go he would always go Danny, let's go let's go pick up those balls quickly 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 let's go i need to go home tonight is the night <laughs> like oh man and um is this kind of fun talking about all these personas yeah it's, so it's funny right?
1: because like it's had he had he known that you were gonna remember it all, all up until now
0: yeah he <laughs> wouldn't have said it <laughs> because i remember the day he did uh, finally uh get success and had yeah. a baby well he i heard later that he you know he he got his wife pregnant and they were expecting a child so i was really happy for him um but then he would always smoke weed too <gasps> um like i introduced <laughs> i introduced i introduced, I introduced my him? coach no 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 no, not me no i was never i was not smoking at that time or ever actually <laughs> what am i saying just, oh, yeah, what are no you no no i don't know this is something is weird i'm just my mind is racing <laughs> but um, say the truth no 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 i i i, I was never into really smoking C- partially because being an athlete you take pride in being competitive and like smoking and that was just not like a cool thing to do Mm. You know, so, but yeah, why I was laughing was that coach that I had, like he needed more money. So I invited, I introduced him to one of my friends. And my friends decided to take tennis lessons from him. But the coach would come up to me and say, Dad, you introduced one shitty friend. He can't hit the ball to save his life. <laughs> <And> he's <laughs> like, Your friend is retarded or something. So back then we used the word retarded a lot. Uh, later he told me he would just smoke weed before the class so that he can endure <laughs> how bad my friend was <laughs> and that he would always be high when he was teaching but he was like functioning when he was high yeah and he would always teach yeah and so uh
1: that's and funny
0: then we would have this uh, other guy who would string the tennis rackets he was like an assistant coach but one of his pinkies were cut off <gasps> in an accident oh my so he had like gosh. like we always made fun of him though because we were young and we were just like dumb
1: and he did not mind.
0: no we just loved his reaction because oh. he would throw stuff at us and then like you know but he was so mild-mannered so like all of us would try to like like kind of nudge him to see when he would explode Oh. My and gosh. we used to call him like hi nubby and he'd be like guys i told you if you call me that again you guys are going to be in trouble we would be like all right all right and but we had a, also a receptionist and this receptionist she was a pretty i think she was in her 50s elderly american lady and i think she was kind of in the stuck up in the kind of hollywood style of living yeah because she would get botox all the time i didn't even know what botox was but one of my coaches would tell me and she goes hey guess what daniel look at the receptionist you see her forehead can't move (laughs) (laughs) that's when i learned about botox because she would always be her expression would always be the same oh yeah i would always buy cookies there was like this big cookies in a jar and i would always reach in to try to get one for free yeah and she'd always goes daniel you know how much that costs we're on the honor system here and i'm like but i'm gonna pay next week and she already knows i've already had like 10 for free but (laughs) she just let me go Um, and then the last thing before i move on was um there were some kids that uh, were training to go like professional Um, and one of these really talented girls she was this black girl and i was really cool with her Um, she was much older than me she was like trying to break into the 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 circuit professional circuit and you were um, close to her i mean she just you know we train at the same clinic so i'm always bumping into her but it's not like the age gap was probably like 15 years already right so much older Um, but um but she was from compton and her dad was like a gang member oh but she was so good she it's kind of like the serena williams story and way later in life she played serena williams
1: oh <gasps> really yeah in a professional tournament did but you see that match yeah oh, I was,
0: what oh no, no i didn't watch it live oh, but then later. i heard about the results and she won one set oh. and she was close to win two and that would have changed her life <gasps> oh yeah but yeah. she wasn't yeah but then yeah it but.
1: must have felt so strange to see like that friend yeah that video
0: yeah yeah i mean it was awesome And she was, like, the most awesome girl. But anyway, the reason I say that was she loved watching um, BET, which is, like, Black Entertainment Television. It's, like, MTV, but for hip-hop. And, like, she really, like, got me comfortable with, like... Because I secretly liked hip-hop. Yeah, secretly. Yeah, because, like, that was when I first... listen to snoop dogg's first album dog yeah. house, i think doggy house yeah when i was listening to a CD, she's like hey what you listening to and she popped it open she's like oh you listen to snoop dogg you like hip-hop and then she would like flip the channel for me because i was oh. too scared because the receptionist was watching like i don't know good morning la or some like <laughs> the view or something similar oh, she's so
1: cool and she was like hey i'm
0: gonna change it to that and then back then they would play the music video yeah and like and like she would just be like so free and then she'd be like danny let's dance i'd be like oh yeah uh-huh. So you wanna roll, and so that like, I don't know that I that brought me so much joy, because <laughs> like that was my way in to connect with like other people, and yeah. like she'd be like, "Hey Daniel, there's a new song. Hey Tupac's out, California Love." And we're, before we're playing sets, and we just go like that, and like.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like really fun. It's like how you come together. Yeah.
0: And then there was another one of her friends who was a Jamaican guy who's trying to go pro too, like oh. straight from Jamaica. Oh. And she kinda liked my sister. He? He kinda liked my sister, because my sister came to train just a little bit and he'd oh. be like, Hey Daniel, who's that? Oh. And I'd be like, That's my sister. And then he'd be like, Let me talk to her. Oh and sorry, that's this is a terrible Jamaican accent, but um But he would so? give me a hard time always. He's like i think your sister is cute what do you think about that oh. and i am like dude man that's my sister <laughs> and then he just laughed. he's just like pulling my leg you know um but there was just this communal sense and that's yeah i, I can imagine yeah
1: that was um, really fun
0: it was really fun it was like my home um but then things started to get a little bit political because like i didn't have that much money so i couldn't keep paying for these like afternoon and night sessions so i had another friend you know my friend the one that lives in texas yeah yeah Yeah. so that friend um i think he too was having like struggles paying for it so we'd be like hey let's play each other because we would play like best out of three best out of five sets yeah and then we kind of realized the value like hey these clinics they're not that helpful for us (laughs) we're getting improving just playing each other all the time right so then i started talking to other kids and be like hey we're putting a little group together a little around let's play each other and yeah. it seems to get better but then the coaches got pissed oh yeah because they're like hey because we pay for the monthly thing so we can go there anytime we want mm. but since we're not paying for those lessons they would keep harassing us being like hey if you're not going to come to the clinic go to the in court and they would make us like walk and oh. play at the very end so we can't influence other kids to not start paying for those lessons yeah um but we got very close and and um yeah there was just a lot of yeah just a lot of like good memories from trying to like beat the system and (laughs) (laughs) you know
1: yeah so so you were in the um, varsity team
0: varsity came easy like went to varsity freshman actually my name my nickname in high school was the freshman sensation oh even i get little like (laughs) what do you call that like oh i I feel awkward i feel goosebumps even calling myself that too but i think uh, at our high school there wasn't people who were like training that hard and then coming to high school i think we were like the first wave of like that kids mm. who had been training training privately and so by the time we hit high school it was already like bringing it to the next level I see, and then it really yeah but yep. then but then those friends that i trained with mm. they went to a different high school and mm-hmm. i broke off and i think i was on the bottom of that totem pole so they were better so i had this like chip on my shoulder that i'm gonna i by myself i'm going to help my school beat that rival school where all the other three kids was really close with that were better than me went yeah and we ended up winning i think um i think it's called cif in california but oh. we won i think i think yeah we won three rings
1: that's amazing
0: but all oh, the, the the amount of rivalry and the the tension when we played each other oh yeah. it was you know people describe football games in that tension yeah tennis is so personal and like We'd be like cursing at each other, and like we know each other's play style, and so yeah. like I could still feel it was like the yeah, I c- I could feel it right now. But I lost that competitive
1: drive, though. Mm. Yeah, for a yeah. good reason, though. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if you kept having that competitive drive. But you know, we have some connection because in my school we play tennis too, mm-hmm. and then yeah i really wanted to join the team because it looks so cool like yeah. it's in england it, it's like a cool thing <laughs> and um and then i got into the junior varsity team yeah but um i never made it to the varsity <laughs> <laughs> so at the back of my mind i'll be like so i don't know looking up to those like girls who are in the varsity they look so cool yeah the thing is like it's it's really funny because when i first um, moved to the uk mm. and then when i first had my pe class i was just like so amazed at how athletic all these kids around my age were yeah because i we never played any sport at school in korea yeah, at that, that time is, Yeah, like i i finished elementary school in korea but i we didn't do any sport at all only guys will play like soccer during lunchtime
0: what the girls don't don't have any, never like, there's no PE or we
1: have PE class but we do s- just stretching and maybe <laughs> like hula hoops or oh. th- no proper sport and also in, in if you go to like the Korean schools even now there isn't enough space for you to like engage it's in true. any kind of like it's true sports activities so so the only kind of sports that I did and I actually had pride in, was running. Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that in Korea, we do, we used to have, like, in every fall, there's, like, a 운동회. So the entire school will come together for a day of, like, just celebration and sports together. So, like, if you're in elementary school, they also invite your family, your parents to come, and your parents will, like, do some, like, you know, Like, casual sports together. Yeah. And then... And then the highlight of that event, of that day, is a relay. Is that how you call it? It's like a relay, running in relay. Like, uh, they select, like, a few people from each grade. Yeah. And then from the lowest to the highest grade, you do a relay together with the baton. Yeah. Is that how you say it?
0: The baton, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then... I used to be quite good at running by this school standard, <laughs> so I always I would always get selected to do the running yeah. for, on that day, and then I would do pretty well. So I would I, would, I kind of had quite a lot of pride in yeah. my running, and I thought I was quite good. Yeah. And then I come here, and then I think like the first month or something, we do a running together, and then um, our teacher is actually timing us, and like in here in England, yeah. And then I'm just like, I get so surprised because these girls with like maybe twice the length of my legs are like running like kataza <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow, this is like opened up a whole new world to me. It's like a level just I cannot compete.
0: It's like a goldfish went to the ocean.
1: I know it. It, it was literally like that. It was like a moment of awakening and I realized, oh okay, so this is the end of my running career. <laughs>
0: i had the same awakening when for my tennis i was playing this tournament that was a very important one and i think at that time there was like the college recruiters were coming to check out high school like like players and you know tennis the scores right i don't know what set number it was it might have been like best of three two one or something but i remember i was up and i had match point i was like five two like game five two 40 15 something like that and i remember my parents were watching Mm -hmm. and uh this was i think this was a a rival that i had lost to in a prior tournament but i had him and he threw up an because i like to come to the net and he threw up a lob and I just remember that I wanted to finish this game in a very like just grandeur sense like bam and hit that thing and triumph hit, yeah and like smack like smash the ball so that it bounces once and goes over the fence and just be like yeah right <laughs> yeah. like triumphant finish yeah Are you not entertained like um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I ended up happening was I whiffed the ball I swung at it, but it hit the side of my racket and it whiffed. Oh, riffed. no. Uh, basically, I choked. <laughs> and then, what is it at? From 4015. Now it's at 4030. And then I remember I double faulted. <laughs> so it's deuce. Deuce. I just got into a mental meltdown. I was like, I can't believe I just lost. <laughs> the first one, all I had to do was just hit it back done i would have won it's damn hot everyone is watching <laughs> you feel it when you're the last <laughs> person yeah. on the court you know all the other done are finished double faulted how can you double oh fault my God. you know i i served it and then he he won the next point and then he ended up taking the game <laughs> and then a completely mental broke down i was still sulking Remember, oh. I used that word sometimes? Yeah. Katie, I was like, Katie, stop sulking. Yeah. That's because I heard it from my coach so much. Daniel, stop fucking sulking. You piece of, like, back then they cursed a lot. <laughs> you piece, come on, get it together, son. Get
1: it together. get it together. Get it together.
0: I'm like, I am if you stop talking to me. Like, we, <laughs> like, tennis is intense. If you go to those amateur games, a lot of cursing, a lot of uh, racket smashing. Um, it's like when you see like pro tennis players, yeah. those are the ones that have like the mental fortitude and they've gone through like the kids that have weak mental, they yeah. never make it past even the collegiate level. I never even made it to the collegiate level. I knew after I so long story short, I ended up losing that that entire set and then the match too. I was so pissed off, I remember I threw my water bottle. <laughs> the big jug by Coleman where you go camping with the huge one um and then my parents they took a couple laps cuz they know how <laughs> pissed i was and then i remember my dad just saying like daniel i think you're finished <laughs> 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 i think tennis in 여기까지만 하면 좋을 것 같다 oh
1: that's just like the end of your tennis career
0: yeah my dad was just like daniel i think the i think the road is up to here
1: so how did you feel about it well i gave
0: him the like yeah well i think you're right too like out of and <laughs> <laughs> hey, i think you're right oh <laughs> like you know out of like frustration yeah but in my heart i i kind of realized too that like my mental is is not there to go to the next to go to collegiate level um what they say is the jump from like just amateur juvenile yeah, to collegiate is pretty big, yeah. but from collegiate level, yeah,
1: to, to pros is
0: yeah. like a factor of f- five. Really? Yeah, that gap oh. is even bigger than. So then I knew, okay, all right. And my dad said, like, study on your academics now, <laughs> like, stop spending so much time on tennis now. Okay. And I agreed. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't contentious. I just knew in my heart. And then from there, I stopped fighting for every point. Um, And this was, I think, maybe my senior or high school, or maybe my junior senior year in high school. Mm -hmm. So then, in the beginning, I was the freshman sensation, but by the end... (laughs) What about you? I I was playing doubles.
1: (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was playing doubles.
1: Oh, such highs and lows.
0: (laughs) But I still carried the team. Yeah, I was still the the captain, and I still, like, uh, co-captain, but I was still... Carrying the team spirit, I basically turned into a cheerleader. Now that I think about <laughs> it, <laughs> um, oh wow! Yeah, because I in, m- in the back of my heart, I was just getting ready for a university, and I was just like, there was the. I think we talked about IB and AP, right? Yeah. Course load, and so my priorities just changed.
1: Oh, yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. So <laughs> I
0: had this trauma about like tennis and how much pain it brought me. So when I went to University, I remember a couple friends like, Hey, do you want to play tennis? And I was like, "Uh, uh, All right. And then, but he was actually pretty decent. So we were hitting, we're rallying. Yeah. And then we started getting into he was like, Hey, let's play a set. So I was like, all right, let's let's jump into it. And we were playing, but um, I wasn't winning points that easily. And I thought he wasn't that good or he didn't make it to seem that he was that he was very humble about it but he was pretty good he played too mm. and then um yeah and then and then i could feel that competitive that angst that like ah, i gotta win every point but then i'm like way overweight can't get it <laughs> like serves are not going in um and then i realized my competitive spirit that's gone like in sports i've yeah. lost that i've lost that like intensity to turn on and like to go for every point but you need that if you're going to play any sports and that has to be there um i mean i think every single guy who has done athletics at some point in his life when they see like the olympics yeah or when they see like professional sports yeah i think they see not exactly themselves but like how do i say it like you see your energy in that person who's competing and like you're kind of getting this teddy manjok which is like I don't know how to describe it, but if I see tennis tennis match i I get passionate like, oh, ah, yeah. why would you drop shot that? That's so dumb, like why, why <laughs> but you know that's it's just you feel that competitive energy, yeah, and it gets you going,
1: no, I get that too when I watch a soccer game, even though I don't play soccer,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's a fun thing about sports,
1: <laughs> yeah, when i look think back at my um p classes, yeah. Um, in the UK, I, uh, there was like this, uh, one male, um, PE teacher. Yeah, and uh, he was pretty tough, and I think he was also has like very competitive spirit. Yeah, and then like when we were preparing to go to the class, like when we were like getting dressed, getting changed in the locker. Yeah. Um, and then when. I think when some girls were doing having period, so during that time you could go to a nurse and then get like a ticket to skip the class. Mm. So some girls would do that, and then they would tell the PE teacher that they're not attending this class. Mm. Then I remember my PE teacher would always really not like that. Oh. Would really not like it when you skip it because you have period. And one time he was like, "I have." I have my, I have my wife and I have two girls and my wife is. Uh, she says she feels the most enthusiastic when she has period. What? <laughs> and he, you know, for some reason he would just get so annoyed by it. Really? <laughs> yeah, and, and even to this day I still remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's that. <laughs> because it was something so like i don't know striking to me yeah
0: th- yeah right like when you're young you remember these one-off comments right yeah like remember when i was telling you about that coach that was telling me to serve wide i don't yeah. know why that was the first memory that comes to mind uh-huh. right like none of our podcast is like scripted no. but you remember these one-off comments yeah right
1: and you remember that scene yeah, and that it's scene. something that just like keeps coming back to you right
0: yeah yeah
1: but then if you try to describe it in words it's just like not the same because you are not there
0: yeah this is what i was also thinking that like one thing that i would worry about about raising kids in the u.s is that there's such a big open drug culture that like i remember even when i was in junior high there would be like marijuana being spread around and like it's just such easy access right but yeah i think for me and if i would think forward i think enrolling peop kids into sports getting them very competitive or getting them good enough to get find their identity in a sport it's like a natural way for them to stay off of like substance in Drugs. The er- yeah in the early years so that's also something that i think about
1: it's like a uh, motivation for them to like stay clean
0: yeah you just it doesn't even cross your mind because like yeah. you know if you want to be a good climber, you're not going to be smoking cigarettes in the back, right? That, that just Yeah, or
1: you would want to watch your weight and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, uh, which is bringing us to we <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> so, we are supposed to lose some weight cuz uh we did a bet with our climbing friend for the mutual interest of all three of us to lose some weight. Yeah. So that we can feel lighter and
0: Yeah, we were talking about like, man, I I was telling him like, hey, we spend so much time on climbing. Like, I really want to improve. And that friend was like, well, more than gaining muscle, losing weight is going to have a more tremendous impact on your ability to improve. Mm. So I said, I think that's right. Yeah. So he's like, all right, then you know what? Let's lose some weight. And he was like, the way that I've done it before (laughs) is that we are going to pay some money up front. (laughs) And so right now the deal is that we each pitch in a hundred dollars yeah and then whoever loses the most no we have we each have a set weight that number of kilograms we said yeah. we would lose
1: it's it's all different
0: within three weeks yeah so i think i said i'm gonna lose five kilos yeah what's five times 2.2 come on katie 10 point something ten ten, 10 10 point something pounds roughly that's what i'm trying to lose in three weeks katie you said you're gonna what was your target
1: my target is to lose 3 kilos.
0: So around 6.6 pounds.
1: During the short span of 3 weeks. You know, we're trying our best. <laughs> it's been a week so far. And uh, have we made progress? I think my weight went up. <laughs> <laughs> but we have been to, uh, more than anything we've been trying to like really watch what we eat. So like um So what w-
0: what have we done thus far?
1: Thus far, so we only have two meals a day that's right it's no longer three and uh dinner before 6 p.m
0: well (laughs) we between 6 to 7 6 to to 7 no later than that that's the final i know food
1: and then the thing is i used to like nimble a lot after we come back home from climbing like at 11 or 12 i would just cook up some udon (laughs) and then i go to bed like with the full stomach, but uh, now I've stopped all that. So the first time in a long while, when I'm like lying down on my bed, I'm getting <laughs> this grumbles. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry, and I wake I can't wait for the breakfast the next morning.
0: <laughs> huh? It's gone up though. That's strange. I th- my my hypothesis right now is that <laughs> maybe I'm just making up my excuse, but it seems like. uh your body when you're starting a diet you don't see results right away because i think your body wants to stay at uh, homeostasis i don't know why i'm using these words but it wants to stay at it doesn't like change so maybe our body is adjusting towards it but then once for example we lose one kilo then it's going to continuously lose yeah but we have to hit that our body has to adjust to this threshold of yeah this new thing we have
1: yeah you know what i mean like yeah yeah. i do but i also feel like the the what do you call it the weight thing the scale yeah the scale is not so accurate (laughs) (laughs) i don't have trust in the scale because i feel so much lighter and i can actually see my face is a little bit like thinner (laughs) (laughs) But the the numbers say the same. There's something wrong with that scale.
0: (laughs) You know, to everyone listening, this just sounds like excuses after excuses. This is probably what it feels like to be a um, a fitness coach at a gym. You know what? I think this is why. You know what? Next week later. No, 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 no. That wasn't why. This is why. (laughs) So we got two more weeks. And it's also
1: perfect time because we actually have our uh, wedding shoot the next day
0: i thought it was the fitting the actual wedding oh no
1: no no yes fitting you're right so in two weeks from now we're gonna have um for me a dress fitting for me and for you also um suit fitting yeah then that's important because once they have like measured your weight yeah (laughs) We cannot, we cannot go back to gaining more weight. Well, if we I fi- have to stick to it,
0: <laughs> if I fail, that's a good excuse. Since I failed, um if I lose too much weight, the suit that I measure now, I'll never be able to refit back into it. <laughs> so if I'm at my constant weight, <laughs> uh maybe it's better for the fitting. But you know what? No more excuses. Mizukaru in the mornings. Yeah, that's shrink been helping st- a lot shrink, too. Shrink our stomach, and then smaller portion size. Man, that's smaller portion size. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then at night times, we've been getting into some knowledge sharing. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So lately, <clears throat> um, Katie and I have been, well, we've been interested in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and blockchain technology in general. And so uh, one thing that we realized was that we consume a lot of information around this topic, but we have very little retention of it and then number two it's not like practical knowledge like a good test for it is can you teach somebody yeah are you like out loud like if a kid were to ask you what is blockchain are you able to describe it if the kid was like ask a follow-up question why is that can you explain it and i i realized that like i fumble for words Mm. i just end up saying do you get what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> which means
1: you're not really tr- yeah, not really
0: <laughs> so in order for us to really master instead of just listening to information as if it was entertainment we're going to teach each other so every time we go to drive to our climbing it takes like 45 minutes we try to lecture each other
1: yeah about what we learned yeah And also, we are we are doing our own little study group, so we are reading through this book together.
0: Yeah, what book is it now? It's Mastering Bitcoin Bitcoin. by Andrea Andreas Antonopoulos. Yeah, his books are the best. Yeah, this has been very helpful. I like this switch up in style instead of just reading passively; it makes you learn actively.
1: And also, I think by speaking out loud and also listening to your understanding of like what we read mm. also like makes me think of all these other derivative questions yeah and which i can like google or look further into so i can it kind of helps me branch out too and just have a more complete picture of like this new field that we are learning
0: yeah because i feel like uh, blockchain technology it's it, it gives you a headache it's it's so new it's very complex and you really got to sit down with okay so i know a lot of people that just talk the buzzwords
1: buzzword like
0: what do you mean oh you mean like what kind of buzzwords do yeah. people talk about well like you know uh decentralized consensus um proof of work proof of work but do you actually really understand what the me- mechanics are so yeah. i guess what we're trying to do because in that previous uh podcast episode we talked about learning like the first principles yeah and learning the mechanics about how blockchain works which means actually i'm not looking at code but i'm starting one layer above code right mm-hmm. like how the you know unspent transactions how they're routing to each other how the whole network is put together learning the data structures learning etc 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 starting with the building blocks and learning those really well and then all the other stuff on top so i want to spend like five to six months just learning the basics really strong yeah that way in the future of all the other derivative you know technology that will be built on top you'll know it like for example do you know how the internet works Mm. right you know there's ic you know there's tcp ip do you even know what that means oh, I'm data not, layer i'm not asking you direct because i know you know but for the average person they just know hey listen for email you just put the person in they know how to use it but they don't know how it works right
1: yeah but this is actually a very important like fundamental like interview questions i get too as a web developer oh okay because even though i never have to concern myself with that yeah Um, In my day to day, it's like, like basic knowledge that you should be aware of.
0: So that's where a lot of our attention is going at nighttime. Actually, as a matter of fact, we got five minutes left, and I gotta go read my book. (laughs) And it's it's very, very interesting.
1: So interesting that we fall asleep very (laughs) easily.
0: (laughs) So we've been brewing coffee. Like home brewed coffee, and I thought, like, since we're drinking so much coffee lately, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. But reading Mastering Bitcoin at
1: uh, <laughs> twelve thirty, bam! I have no no problem <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> no problem sleeping. Sometimes I have like two cups of coffee. Yeah. Still no effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man, that's so funny. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. Are we really studying it? <laughs> <laughs> no we are we are i
0: forgot to say that hey today's episode
1: (laughs) oh yes what happened this is a post ad
0: yeah brought to you by gochujar (laughs) i think we just ended there
1: (laughs) thank you gochujar for sponsoring this video (laughs) we are out
0: (laughs) (laughs) neighbors you know today we talked about random memories of interactions we've had they could be really one-off just Things that caught her Think about those. Think about them. Relish them. Have yourself a a cup of um, grapefruit juice. That's what I've been drinking right now. Maybe that's why I'm I'm not losing weight. I gotta not drink this fruit juice. Yeah, drink water.
1: that's That's right. We need to cut down on our sugar.
0: That's right. Sugar, sugar. Bye bye.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye bye.